Hello and welcome back to another episode of What That Mouth Do. This is Melania Zilo, the founder of the Mad Love Club and your host for today. And oops, I just totally hit my hand. It's okay. Today, I just have a message for you guys. I'm going to try and keep it short, sweet, informative, um, most importantly, unbiased. Um, Today, I genuinely just want to address people my age, if you are in college, if you are between the ages of 18 and 25, I want to say that's kind of my age group category. Um, I want to talk about the importance of voting, um, not only because I receive many questions on how to vote, how to register, how to do this, how to do that. Um, But a lot of people also asking me how to get more politically involved, whether you're um, not an American citizen, but still looking for a way to participate in our democracy, or um, if you are under the age of 18 um, and you're an American and you also want to, you know, contribute in that way. So today I thought I would do just a concise, think of it as a crash course to voting, right? Because I recently, this is going to be the first election that I vote in. I voted in the primaries and that was my first ever time voting. Um, But this is my first time voting in the general election because I just turned 19. And um, I'm an American citizen. If um, I know many people ask me where I'm from, um, I am an American citizen. So I do get to exercise my right to vote. Um, And I just get a lot of questions about it. Also, some things that messed with me um, this week, two things that happened, two different things that happened on different days. Actually, no, it was the same day. How crazy. Okay. Um, anyways, so it was on Saturday, I believe. So two different things happened on the same day, but they were both kind of connected and they really got me thinking. And that's why I'm here sitting here talking to you about this. So here we go. So the first thing that happened is I was sitting at a table with um, six friends my age, and I was talking about the importance of voting. It came up, whatever. And a girl said, oh, how do I even do that? And I'm like, wow, really? Like, how did, first of all, I blame it on our education system. Like, I blame it on the school system for not teaching us how to participate in our democracy efficiently. Um, but I also blame just the lack of information. And it kind of, it's kind of confusing. I'm not going to lie. Like, um, I know now with, you know, social media and the way we've been using it, um, it's super, super easy to get access to information, but, um, I was very confused about how to vote and I had to ask and figure it out. And so I just thought that this would be beneficial to people. And also I want to just bring some statistics into it. I want to talk about why it is so important to, to vote, to vote, especially in this election. Um, Again, I want to make it clear that I am not telling you who to vote for. That is your business, not mine. I am very open with my political beliefs. Um, I do not expect others to be the same way. I'm very respectful of that. This is solely meant to push you to go out and perform your civil duty as an American citizen who is legible to vote and vote. That's it. I don't know. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care what you do. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. I don't care. But 
I do want you to go out and vote. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is a lot of people thinking, oh, well, Melania, my vote doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter if I vote or not. Like, I'm one person. Okay, well, let me tell you something. Your vote matters very much. You get to have a say. You get to tell people what matters to you, whether you care about issues like, you know, minimum wage, climate change, health care for all, whatever your beliefs are, your vote is your voice. So it is your responsibility to use your voice, especially for those who can't. Um, I read this thing and I'm going to try and find it. Um, but I don't think I'm going to find it soon enough. I hope that I do because it was a really good quote and I know that I saved it. All right. I found it. Um, I wish I could credit who said it, but there are no tags on this post. And I know for a fact that the account that posted it did not create it. Um, so I don't know who said this, but Someone said, vote as if your skin is not white, your parents need medical care, your spouse is an immigrant, your land is on fire, your children is transgender, your house is flooded, your sister is a victim of gun violence, your brother is gay, your water's unsafe, and vote because privilege has no place in an election, but empathy does. So something that I learned is that people only care about the things that concern them, right? We're very, we're very, um, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but we're, we're, we're kind of selfish beings, right? We're, we're very motivated in our own self-interest. And I see that especially here, we don't really have this sense of community. Um, I'm also Lebanese. So back home, we, I, I, there's a deeper sense of community between the people. Um, here, I think it's, it's just very, you know, rooted in individualism, which I understand, and it's okay, but um, I think there's a little bit of a disconnect when it comes to, like, our priorities. So I truly believe that when you do vote, um, or personally, if I'm voting, I'm not voting for myself. I'm, because I'm good, you know, I'm chilling, but I'm voting for the people who can't. And that is just something to keep in mind is that you're not the only person living in this country and your privilege is at someone else's expense, if that makes sense. So remember, you're not the only one living in this country. There are other people who aren't in your bubble. So that's important to keep in mind is that you're not voting for yourself, right? You're voting for the people of this country. And that's everyone. Everyone. So that's one thing that I'd like to say is number one, your voice matters. Number two, use your voice for the people that don't have one. And number three, remember how your voice is affecting other people. Second thing is I want to talk about young people voting. I want to understand why we don't do it. Listen, I really don't like to talk about things I don't understand because I think I come off as a little silly. Um, so I genuinely don't understand why people my age don't vote. 
I read that in 2016, only 19% of people aged 18 to 29 voted in the presidential election, which is crazy because I don't think people understand our power. We account for 21.97% of the United States millennials. I'm not a millennial. I don't know why I said us. And Gen Z accounts for 20.46% of the United States. Together, that's about almost half of the United States of America. And less than half of us voted. Almost a fourth of us voted. So imagine if we all voted in the general election and we all decided that our votes are going to go towards, you know, saving our future and our children's future. Imagine the difference. Imagine the difference. That's all I'm going to say on that. Young people, go out, vote. I don't know how long it takes. You can mail your ballot in. It takes like 15 minutes to like fill out if you know what you're doing. It takes like 20 minutes to open up the ballot, but um, just go out and vote. What do, you, what do you lose, right? What do you lose when you go out to vote? I also want to take it back to the idea of my voice doesn't matter. My vote isn't going to do much. I want to take it back to the 2016 election, right? And I'm only going to talk about Florida very briefly because, again, um, I want to keep this short, concise, give you the information and dip. But in Florida alone, I think Donald Trump won by about a 1.2% margin, right? I remember Hillary Clinton had like 47% of the vote. And Donald Trump had 49. If we want to take this a little further, take this a little more nationally, let's talk about the registered voters. There was almost around 230 million eligible voters in 2016. 230 million American citizens who could have voted. Almost half, right? Almost 47% didn't vote at all. 25.6% voted for Hillary Clinton, and 25.5% voted for Trump. The other half of the United States decided not to vote. And again, there were so many states where the victories came down to less than 10,000 people's votes. So my point is, whatever you're doing on November 3rd, get up get dressed, head to the polls. If you don't feel like doing that, mail in your ballot early. Because when you vote, you are choosing your future. You are choosing the leader that represents you. Remember, the president serves the people. He is representing our nation, right? Internationally, he is the image. He's the poster boy of the United States. So make sure that whoever you are voting for, you would be proud to represent you, right? Don't vote for someone who you wouldn't want to be your substitute. Think of it this way, right? If you are absent from class the day you have to give a speech and the teacher says, all right, you can pick someone to represent you and they can give your speech on your behalf. Who are you going to pick? It's the same thing as picking a president. You pick someone who you wouldn't mind being, right? Because that's your representative. He's representing you. So you pick someone who you wouldn't mind getting up and presenting your presentation because you know that he's going to do you good. 
not make a complete fool out of himself in front of the other countries. Anyways, you are also picking your own future, your children's future, the future of this planet. You are choosing what you want to see on a local and federal level. Remember, it's important not just to, to vote for president. You also have to vote locally because remember, local is closer to the people. Therefore, chances are whatever's happening at the local level is affecting you more noticeably, if that makes sense. Also, I would like you to think about all the people who have sacrificed their entire lives, dedicated their entire lives, and fought for your right to vote. All right, I want you to think, ladies, think of all the women that have devoted their entire life fighting for our right to vote. I feel like we owe it to them to exercise our right to vote, or else they fought for nothing, and I refuse to let them fight for nothing, right? And I promise you that you have the power. The power is in your hands this election to make a difference, make a change, or don't make a change. You can stay home and not vote and sit this one out, but that's going to be on you when people are ignoring the very present climate crisis that we are in. That's going to be on you because you didn't go out that Tuesday. Get up on Tuesday, November 3rd, and go vote because you don't want that to be on you. I want everyone listening to this, come the general election, the day after the election, I want everyone knowing in their heart that they did everything they could to make a change, right? So you can register to vote. You can request a mail-in ballot. Make sure that your voter registration is up to date. And most importantly, make sure you know where you can find all of this information. So I'm going to tell you to go to vote.org, right? You don't click anything. You just go vote.org. Open Safari, go there. The second you open that page, there's multiple options. It says, check your registration. So if you're not sure if you're even registered to vote, you can check if you are registered and you can check it to see if all your registration information is correct. If you are not registered to vote, there's also an option to do that. And I promise you when I registered to vote, it took a minute and 20 seconds. I timed it just in case. It would have taken less, but I couldn't find my social security number. Anyways. Um, yeah, I should probably figure that out. I shouldn't be talking about my social security number on my podcast. Anyways, um, so yeah, register to vote. You need your social and you need your ID. And I think you need like proof of residency or something like that. I don't know. Um, I think it's just like your mailing address, but register to vote. It takes two minutes and then they send you your registration card through the mail. Second, if you don't want to vote in person on election day, I understand. Don't forget, we are in the middle of a pandemic. Don't worry, you can vote by mail. You request your ballot and they send it to you and then you send it back. Make sure with everything going on with the post office, make sure that you are sending in your ballot early. What you can also do is you can get election reminders on vote.org. You can sign up and they will let you know what's going on 
That way you never miss an election. You know what you got to do when you got to do it. And they remind you, right? It's like having a personal assistant for the election. Another very important resource that they have on vote.org is polling place location. If you do not know where you are supposed to go to vote and you need to find your polling place, you go on vote.org, you click polling place locator, and all you have to do is click on your state. And then once you click on your state, you put in your first name, your last name, your birthday, you press submit, and they tell you exactly what the address is for where you need to go and when you gotta go. Now this goes for everyone, okay? We're in the middle of a global pandemic. I don't know if you know, but most poll workers, right, the people at the polls who are helping you vote, they're usually above the age of 60, right? In the middle of this pandemic, they are especially vulnerable to complications if they contract the COVID-19 virus, which means that especially this year, your state is in need for poll workers who are willing and able to assist with the administration of in-person voting on election day and before election day, right? Poll workers are so important to the success of an election. Having an adequate number of poll workers to staff polling places on and before election day makes sure that voters receive the assistance they need when they go to the polls and that they have you know, help to provide a smooth, positive voting experience for everyone. And you can sign up to be a poll worker. There's different, um, you know, duties and compensation depending on where you live. Um, And usually your tasks include setting up, preparing the polling location, welcoming voters, verifying registration and issuing ballots. Um, Poll workers also help ensure um, voters understand the process by demonstrating how to use the voting equipment and explaining all the procedures. It's not difficult to sign up. You just have to go to vote.org and it literally says sign up to be a poll worker. And there's a very helpful video on there if you want to learn more. Um, But I highly suggest becoming a poll worker. And if I'm not mistaken, you don't have to be 18. I want to know. I think it depends on your state. But that's something else that's very important. Now, if voting is not enough for you, right? If you want to do more, which I get it. I want to do more. And you want to go the extra mile and make sure that on November 4th, you sit down and you know in your heart that you did everything you could to make a difference, to make a change, here are some things you can do. I highly suggest putting that energy where it matters, okay? We can spend hours getting into fights with people on social media about our beliefs and our differences, or, right, or you could redirect your energy to where it matters, right? Towards change, towards actually making a difference, right? This is about learning where to redirect your energy. I'm a person, I like to see results. I like to know that I'm doing everything I can to see those results and make that happen. So it makes me feel good and it makes me feel like a little less helpless, honestly, in the situation and the current political climate that we're in. Makes me feel a little hopeful to know that I can do something to make a difference. So I'm going to share two things that I've been doing um, 
recently. And so the first thing is I've been volunteering with Vote Forward. So Vote Forward is a nonprofit organization and their mission is to empower grassroots volunteers to help register voters from underrepresented demographics and encourage them to vote. So they build tools to enable Americans, you know, us wherever we are, to encourage fellow citizens to participate in our democracy. So I'm currently participating in their newest campaign called The Big Send, which is a big campaign, and we're trying to send 10 million handwritten letters in October asking voters to go out and vote in the 2020 election. And I am so excited to talk about this because it's something that I've been spending a lot of time doing, um, and it's something I'm very passionate about. So what we do is we write letters of encouragement and we share our personal story of why we vote and why we think it's important to vote. And we send them to members of historically underrepresented demographics, such as Black Americans, Asian Americans, Latinx Americans, Native American voters. And we urge them to participate in our democracy and go out and vote on November 3rd. And it's so easy to be a part of. All you do is go to votefwd.org, you sign up, you get approved, and bam, you start writing letters. You print them out, you write your personal story, you keep it short and sweet, you stick a stamp on it, and you send it on the date that they are going to announce, right? We're all sending them on the same day. So it's a great way to increase turnout. It's so easy. It takes a few minutes. I do it while I'm watching TV, while I'm winding down. I do it every Wednesday. Um, I've written about almost 200 letters. I'm very excited for the 200 mark. But it's a very solid action that you can take, no matter where you are, no matter where you live, to get unlikely to vote fellow citizens to the polls and vote. And this isn't some, you know, crazy thing that people came up with. This is proven voter turnout increases with the letters. So it was proven in Alabama in 2017 in the election for U.S. Senate. And turnout among letter recipients in their control trial was 3.9 percentage points higher than the turnout in the control group. So 3.4 percentage points after controlling for gender, age, and many other factors, which is huge. So writing letters to voters appears to be one of the most effective known tactics to boost voter turnout. It was also refined in Ohio. It was also refined in Ohio, right? So in Ohio, Vote Forward volunteers wrote more than 4,000 letters to infrequent voters to boost turnout in the special election on August 7th. And their estimate is that the letters boosted turnout in this race by 1.44 percentage points. So it's not as big as Alabama, but it's still big, especially given the very high baseline turnout. So this is one example of something you can do. It's effective. It's not time consuming. It's soothing. You get to share your personal message with people. You get to, you know, make a difference in your community. So I personally, there's an option to pick which state you want to write to. I chose Florida because I would like to make a difference um, locally. Another very easy way to get in contact with potential voters is text banking. And so I felt really silly because I had no idea that the texts that I get from various political candidate representatives were even real people. I thought they were robots. Um, it's actual people texting me. And fun fact, they see your reply. But the point is that text banking is fast. It's effective because, you know, so many people text instead of answering their phones nowadays. And I usually text like 300 people in one sitting. And um, 
you know, the response rate is like a fraction, but people do respond. And, you know, there's also phone banking, which is awesome if you want to actually have a conversation with someone. I don't think I could handle calling someone and getting yelled at. So I just prefer texting because, you know, I can just like mute them. It's not scary. Um, but texting provides direct communication with a lot of potential voters super quickly. And, you know, you can do it from anywhere. I do it when I'm out. I do it when I'm home. And there's different organizations that offer text banking. I'm um, personally um, volunteering with NextGen America. And it's a very easy process. You just get approved, you sign up, and then, you know, you hop on different campaigns at your leisure. Um, I try to do it twice a week, three times a week. If I can't, then I don't. But yeah, it's super easy and it feels like you're making a difference. There's different organizations that also do it, such as Mobilize, Vote Save America, Sister District, ACLU, People Power, Resistance Labs, Indivisible, Move On Text Team, Real Justice, Red to Blue, and also Open Progress. So there's so many places to text bank. Look it up, Google it, get into it, have fun with it. Um, it's super easy, super effective, super quick, um, and it doesn't take a lot of time. So I think that is all I have for you today. Let's see. I told you why you should vote. I told you how to do it. And I told you some extra things that you can do if you want to go that little extra mile. I think that's all I have for you today. Um, I don't think I, I, I don't think I told you the second story. I told you about the girl who said she didn't know how to vote, but I don't think I told you about the incident that actually pissed me off. So I will share that now as a closing. So I, a few days ago, was in the sales office of this development. We were looking at properties and I was eavesdropping because I'm nosy as hell um, on a conversation between a young couple. They were millennial-ish. I want to say late 20s. They don't have kids yet, obviously, because they didn't have any wrinkles. Um, but they were talking about how they don't watch the news, which I understand today. I get it. Um, but the lady said something that kind of pissed me off. And she was like, I don't need to know what's going on. Like, I don't care, blah, blah, blah. Like, who cares? I don't do politics, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you're a first time homeowner. You should care about politics. Are you kidding me? And she just went on this thing about how she doesn't care and she doesn't watch the news and she hates when people talk about politics and she doesn't like this and she doesn't like that, blah, 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 blah. I was livid and I couldn't say anything because obviously I'm eavesdropping on our conversation. I was annoyed because listen, like I said in the beginning, right? Your vote might not affect you, right? We talked about this before, but you are not only voting for yourself, you are voting for your entire country, right? So we're going back to that. You may have the privilege to turn off the TV and not pay attention to what's going on in politics, but for other people, this is a matter of life and death, right? This is an issue of climate change. Maybe they're not going to be there in 2040 when God knows what's happening to Mother Earth, but their grandchildren will be. Why are they not thinking of their grandchildren, right? Your vote matters right? Politics matter. I understand that it's not fun and that it's super polarized and it's, it's very tense and we take politics very personally, but I highly encourage you all to get involved as best as you want to, as best as you can. I'm not telling you to go run for office, but just stay informed, make an informed vote. Remember that it matters. 
You should be paying attention to what happens outside your bubble because guess what? You're not the only person on this planet. And like I said, for other people, this vote is a matter of life and death. So I will end with one more thing that I read on Instagram because I read a lot of things on Instagram and I thought it was cool. And it was basically, you know, we've, I think, you know, you've definitely seen it. It says vote like your life depends on it because chances are someone else's does. Right. So I'll leave you with that. Um, I hope this was in some way educational. I tried to be unbiased to the best of my ability, but it's a little difficult, especially now, but I really tried to just, you know, put it all out there. Um, don't be that lady in the sales office. Politics matter. Your vote matters. You matter. And in this case, your voice is your vote. So go out there November 3rd into Tuesday. Go out there, participate in this democracy.